What's up, my friends? You're listening to a new podcast of Will's Take on Sports. A little later in the week than usual, but I wanted to wait till the NBA trade deadline happened so I can give my opinion uh, about the trades that happened or did not happen. So thank you for being patient, waiting on this new podcast episode and listening. Thank you, PS3 Radio, for distributing my podcast across the different platforms that podcasts can be heard on. Follow PS3 Radio on social media. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, BS3 Radio. Also, follow my podcast on Twitter and Instagram at WWS underscore Sports Show. And also on Facebook, go to my Facebook page and click the like button. Today's podcast, 326, simply NBA Trades. And I'm going to give you the teams that I think will make the Final Four after the Sweet 16 and the Final Eight. So, today's podcast, 326, NBA Trades and Final Four. Okay, celebrating 100 years of the Negro Leagues. Today's Negro League legend that I want to bring to your attention is Bullet Joe Rogan. He is considered, which was a shock to me, that one of the best pitchers or the best pitcher in Kansas City Monarchs history. Now, Satchel Page, I know a lot of people who know about the Negro Leagues, um, Satu Pages is, is mentioned a lot as probably one of the greatest Negro League players, but he had a rival and a guy who preceded him in Bullet. Joe Rogan served in the Army. He actually was in the uh, played baseball while he was in the Army in the 25th Infantry while he was in there, and that actually propelled him to the Negro Leagues. But he wasn't just only a pitcher; he was able to hit. So. That may be what may sway him as a better baseball player. I don't know about the better pitcher than Satchel Page, but a better baseball player because he was absolutely just as good at hitting as he was at pitching. He did win the first Negro League World Series. He was part of that team back in 1924 with the Kansas City Monarchs. He later went on to manage the Monarchs uh, to a 1929 uh, uh, Negro League pennant. So today's Negro League legend, Bullet Joe Rogan, and he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1998. HBCU professional uh, alum that made an impact on the professional ranks. He's a current player right now, Mr. Robert Covington of the Portland Trailblazers. He was not traded this time, this year. Anyway, um, Robert Covington is a Tennessee State. University of Tennessee State grad. He was um, not drafted in the NBA. He has been in the NBA from 2013. My memory of Robert Covington is when he was a member of the Philadelphia 76ers and that team uh, back in 2018. That was pretty good. That that was a pretty good squad they had. Um, Should have made a deeper run, but they were still young and learning how to win. But anyway, he was a part of that team, and that team beat my Miami Heat 4-1 in the second round, first round. So I'm going to leave it there. All right, but anyway, he was later traded for probably the most impactful, well, one of the most impactful players uh, in their 2019 run, and that was Jimmy Butler. So he was a key uh, player, uh, well, key part of that trade. And then later uh, from Minnesota, he went back to Houston, played with James Harden and Russell Westbrook, and then last season he uh, was traded in exchange for Trevor Reza, who was who's now a Miami Heat player. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so for the 2020 uh, season, he had 2020, and now he has been a member of 
the Portland Trailblazers. The Trailblazers beat my heat last night by three points. That dog on CJ McCollum found his rhythm last night. But anyway, I'm going to get into that in games and individual performances that got my attention. All right, talking about, uh, let's see, before I get into that, really um, I wanted to speak on some of these things as uh, as one issue. Uh, That's the situation with Deshaun Watson. This boy seems to be in a world of trouble. Uh, in regards to a civil suit, nothing criminal has been filed against him, which which has me a little, you know, kind of wondering what's going on as far as that is concerned. But anyway, he's got like what sixteen uh, civil suits against him. So, and the thing that I found interesting when I heard the lawyer speak last Friday was that some of these are African American. Well, the two uh, cases or the two accusers that they presented their um, case to the public they were african-american women so i'm a little myth to why sean deshaun watson didn't go the route of uh hiring a personal masseuse masseuse instead of going on instagram and uh getting a masseuse or massage the interesting uh that he chose that route but anyway that boy seems to be in a world of trouble i don't know what his trade status is i think it's a little bit um disingenuous to worry about <laughs> with a man it's got you know his reputation being destroyed whether or not what, what his trade value is so really right now i don't know what's going to happen but i do know this much given the actions of the dolphins today the dolphins did trade their number three overall pick with the san francisco 49ers and then they later traded that and then they later traded again uh with the philadelphia eagles the dolphins are now picking six uh, 49ers are picking third, and the Eagles are picking 12th. What this means is that the Miami Dolphins have decided, decided that Tua Tungalavoya will be their starting quarterback for the 2021 uh, season. That is what that is. I don't see the Dolphins looking to make any. Uh, the Dolphins will not moved out of the third spot to take a quarterback. They're look, definitely looking to build playmakers around Tua. Uh, I don't – honestly, after seeing what happened with that cat uh, up at um, Penn State, uh, Michael Parsons running that four three as a linebacker. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, give me some more wide receivers later on or something uh, along those lines. I mean, the Dolphins did make a uh, did sign the uh, kid, the Fuller kid that came out of Houston, got a, got good speed. Then they're going to get uh, the match him with Albert Wilson and uh, Jakeem Grant. So the Dolphins have pretty good speed. They're not great route runners per se. But they they got pretty good speed. Um, the the perception out there is the Dolphins trade down to get one of these impactful wide receivers, whether it be the two kids from Alabama, Waddle and Smith, or uh, the kid at LSU that did not play last year, Jamar Chase. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm not. I don't know about the NFL draft. So, uh, but anyway, that's the moves. The Eagles are now the uh, the 12th pick. The 49ers are definitely looking to make a move, probably more than likely to get a quarterback. So let's see what happens with Jimmy G. You know, he's been inconsistent. He started off hot, and then he had a pretty decent year when they made the run to the Super Bowl. But last year, even with even before the injury, he didn't seem quite the same player. So obviously, uh, Kyle Shanahan is looking towards the future. So, But anyway, let's get this. Let me go ahead and get this going. Games and individual performances that got my attention. All right, I'm going to start with the NBA trade deadline right off the bat. The Miami Heat acquired uh, Bill Elisa out of Sacramento for 
Um, I think they – I forgot who they gave up. But anyway, and then they got Oladipo for Avery Bradley and uh, Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek was – his. he was a service, ser, uh, serviceable big man. Uh, stretch to stretch. Uh, he was a stretch four. He he was always in the right spot on the defensive end. He's not quite that athletic, but he did build build Lisa. So they basically just swap build Lisa for Kelly Olynyk. Although they were not traded for each other, that that trade uh, for Bill Lisa was for uh, Harkless, who has just been a disappointment when the Heat signed him. I, I don't get it. I saw this cat play with uh, uh, Portland a couple of seasons ago in their playoff run, and I just thought he would be a key contributor for the Miami Heat this year. But that did not happen. But anyway, he is now. Uh, part of the South Community Kings and the Heat were able to get Oladipo without giving up Tyler, Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson. So to me, that just that's a win-win all the way around. Um, I like that the Heat did not give up Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero for uh, Cal Lowry. I'm I'm sorry, Cal Lowry's 35 years old. Those two cats are 20 of uh, the age 25 and under. Uh, the Miami Heat have a chance to be very special in the future, very special, and and it may not turn into. Um, an NBA title this season, even with picking up Oladipo and Trevor Ariza, um, having Andre Iguodala, Kendrick Dunn, and all these guys. I mean, the Miami Heat have so many cats that can pretty much get their own shot, which is going to be pivotal in the playoffs. But the Miami Heat did not beat the Brooklyn Nets four out of seven times in the NBA playoffs. That's not happening. I'm just here to tell you. Uh, no way that the Miami Heat will beat that team. Um, not the way they're presently constructed and is all healthy, but KD's hamstring could be something to watch. But anyway, the Miami Heat, good move. I like the Victor Oladipo move, but does does this make the Miami Heat uh, one of the contenders in the Eastern Conference? In my opinion, with a healthy KD, hell no. But if KD is not healthy and Miami is in the mix, along with uh, Milwaukee and uh, Philadelphia, who did not get Kyle Lowry either, did not bring him home, was no homecoming for Kyle Lowry. So Kyle Lowry was not traded he is still in Toronto. Philadelphia picked up George Hill. This this dude has this dude George Hill has been a part of some of the most interesting trades uh, in history. Uh, well, rather during his time in the NBA, uh, he was traded um, from San Antonio. He was traded uh, from San Antonio to Indiana to, uh, for a draft pick that led to Kawhi Leonard. Then. <laughs> And then he was joined. Then he was a part of that Indiana Pacers team that just could not get over the hump to beat LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, the big three in the Miami Heat era. Uh, he was a part of a of that team last year that lost in the second round to the Miami Heat, that Milwaukee Bucks squad. So he's been a part of some very good teams. He just they just don't seem to get over the hump. But he was also he did make an NBA Finals appearance with LeBron James. Uh, when they just got dust ragged by KD and uh, Steph and those cats and uh, with the Warriors, their last championship. But anyway, so George Hill going to the Philadelphia 76ers does nothing for me. Um, yes, he's a solid veteran. But anyway, the, the key for the 76ers is going to be Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and whether uh, uh, Seth Curry can keep knocking down shots and Danny Green can make something every now and then. But anyway, it's all about Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. And then as far as the Milwaukee Bucks, who cares they picked up P.J. Tucker? It's all about Giannis and whether these guys uh, can make a solid run. That's really what it comes down to. Uh, will, they change their, will they change their approach in the postseason? Or will teams be able to do what the, what the Toronto Raptors did to them in the Eastern Conference Finals two seasons ago and then what the Miami Heat did to them last year in the second round? Build a wall around Giannis and say, guess what? You're not getting to the basket. Let's see if these cats outside can make a jump shot. 
Hopefully they get a, they get um, uh, hopefully not because I'm a Miami Heat fan. Just going straight up told you. All right, the Orlando Magic are officially tanking. They're trying to get one of these top uh, prospects that's coming out in the NBA draft in this uh, this this season. So they got rid of Vucevic. They got rid of Gordon. Uh, Terrence Ross is still there. I would I wish the Heat could have made a play for him, but that cap because that boy can shoot. But anyway, uh, so they got rid of him, and then they sent Fourier up to the Boston Celtics. And speaking of the Boston Celtics, that did nothing to improve what's going on with the Boston Celtics, and they got rid of Tice. So I don't know what the Celtics and Danny Ainge are doing. Um, maybe they got a, maybe they're making a play for Drummond when he gets bought out by the Cleveland Cavaliers. But it's going to be tough to see whether he chooses Boston or L.A. But anyway, um, over to the Western Conference. Uh, Rajon Rondo going to the L.A. Clippers does nothing for me. I still think the Clippers are still a uh, the fifth best team in the West. I predicted that before the season, and I still say that. Um, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George showed me that they could not do it last year. They were up three one. They blew the lead until they showed me something different. I still don't. I still think they're still that same team that blew that three one lead. Ray John Rondo can't shoot. Yes, he's a leader, but he can't shoot from the outside. And then they got rid of probably uh, a, a, a serious perimeter shooter, um, a key contributor off of their bench, and Lou Will. They sent him out to the Hawks. So I'm not sold on any uh, the Ray John Rondo to the Clippers situation. Uh, the Lakers missed out also on Cal Lowry. They didn't get him, but a healthy AD and a healthy LeBron. Lakers are still the best team in the Western Conference. The Suns did nothing. But the team that did make a great improvement by their pickup, picking up JaVale McGee and Aaron Gordon coming from the Magic over to the um, to the Nuggets. Uh, it's a nice pickup. I, I will give the Nuggets that. LeBron and AD, not 100% healthy. The Nuggets put themselves in, with the opportunity to make it to the uh, to the NBA Finals along with Utah and Phoenix. It's still a, it's a, it becomes a 14 race if AD or LeBron is not fully healthy. That's what it comes out west. They both healthy. The rest of those teams are playing for second place. It's just that simple. So that's my thought on the NBA trades. Um, as far as winners and losers, who knows uh, what it looks like on paper. Yeah, it looks like the, the Nuggets won. The, like the Heat were able to uh, the Heat come out winners. Um, and of course the Bulls with Vucevic uh, playing alongside Zach Levine so that gives them two all-stars that played in the all-star game this year um, they'll be in the play-in game or they'll be somewhere in the well yeah they'll be in the play-in uh, to get to the playoffs basically that doesn't move them to anywhere to the top six or the top five in my opinion so this team uh, the Bulls they got something to track fans when fans do uh, um, come back <laughs> uh, are allowed to come back uh, in in in, in uh, a higher percentage than maybe what? What is it? Two five thousand fans that's in some of these stadiums. But anyway, maybe they can get half the arena and the fans in Chicago should be very happy with the Vucevic and Levine combo. All right, on to the uh, to the college basketball. Uh, my top four teams. Uh, my final four. I got three of the four final four teams left. I actually got ten of the uh, uh, sixteen teams that are left in the Sweet Sixteen. I came up short. I picked Oklahoma State. They lost. Um, let's see. So, I haven't. Well, that's just one of the ones I can remember. But anyway, I got ten of the. I, I picked ten of the current Sweet Sixteen, and three of my final, three of the my four final four picks are still alive. So that would be Florida State, Golden uh, Gonzaga, and uh, Villanova. So, and I had Oklahoma State in there. Of course, uh, well, that was my fourth team, but they are not in there. So now I got to come up with another team uh, to take over uh, to actually come out of that bracket instead of um, Oklahoma State. So, 
uh, I, I I was surprised with that loss. Um, Cade Cunningham played real well. It, uh, to me, in that game, he just didn't get, you know, all that much help. So what happens, man? You know, one guy can't one guy can't win that thing by himself. He wants to, he can try, but uh, one guy just cannot um, win it by himself. It's just that simple. So my new team that's gonna be, that's gonna come out of the Midwest is gonna it's gonna be between Houston, Syracuse, Oregon State, and uh, Chicago. The Lola Chicago, uh, who is making another magical run, another Sweet 16 appearance after they did it in 2019. Of course, there was no, to- uh, no tournament in 2020. But uh, this Chicago team, man, uh, the Lola Chicago, they, they, they're a very good team. They're, it, it's just not Sister Jean on the sideline. They're, they are a very good team, and they are very experienced. So it's no, it should be no surprise to anyone. I actually picked this team to make the Sweet 16, honestly. Um, that this team is there. Oregon State is a surprise. Syracuse is a surprise. Houston should have lost to Rutgers. So this is really one of those situations where I don't know which one of those four teams are going to come out of the mid, uh, become out of that Midwest region as the champion. So I'm going to go go with um, Syracuse. I'm going to say Syracuse will be the team that I will say will make the. Uh, We'll make the final four out of the Midwest. So, I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I like Lola Chicago versus Oregon State, but that's a toss-up. And then Syracuse at Houston to me is a toss-up. And so I think Syracuse is playing just a little bit better ball so far in this tournament. Let's see if it carries over uh, to this matchup on Saturday. So my final four is Gonzaga, Florida State, Villanova, and now Syracuse, though Oklahoma State. So anyway, not only uh, – have we had uh, trade swaps in the NFL? There have been some key signings. It looks like Richard Sermon may be going back to the Seattle Seahawks. That does nothing. That that absolutely means nothing to me at all. I, I just don't see it. Um, I, I just don't. Uh, looks like Deshaun Jackson is going to be going out there. L.A., good. He can run straight. So uh, that may give Matthew Stafford a little bit more, uh, give another weapon. Um, and would help this team actually stretch the field a little bit more. Uh, Fournette signs back with the Buccaneers because nobody else wanted him. That's why. It's just that simple. No, no, nobody else was in the market uh, for this dude. Um, Zach, uh, Dak got his money. Um, I don't know if I talked about that last time, which I thought he should get. The, the move that surprised me the most out of all of this is the Galladay move to the Giants. Um, that's a lot of money for a guy who played five games last year and is coming off an injury. Matter of fact, this is Renner. This, this is what this seems like. This is rent a player um, this year and see and see what happens when the cap goes back up because the cap went down. So basically uh, there are a lot of one-year deals um, being offered and being taken by these guys. Uh, Leonard Fournette's on a one-year deal. Um, it just seems to be the theme. Right now, there's a possibility of Javion Clowney going up to play opposite of Miles Garrett, and that's that's all I can say about that. That's just an and. And uh, Malcolm Butler is going to the Arizona Cardinals. And Malcolm Butler, AJ Green, and all these guys, and 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 JJ Watt going to Arizona Cardinals. This team, to me, is still behind the Rams, 
the Seahawks, if they keep Russell Wilson and can keep him happy and give him an offensive line, although there is a possibility that he may be moved, but I don't see the reason why Seattle would move him. Just build an off, just get to do the offensive line. He's got weapons with Lockett and, Mac, and, and, and DK Metcalf. Just build a dude, and then they got the backs in the backfield. So get to do the offensive line and, and do something about your defense. Get a little bit better on defense inside of the ball. But anyway, in regards to the Cardinals, I don't see the Cardinals being better than the Seahawks if Russ stays, if Russell Wilson stays. And I don't see them being better than uh, at the, the the Rams. The Rams, wait, Matthew Stafford, I think that just makes the Rams really, to me, one of the teams that can represent the, the National Football Conference um, for the Super Bowl, honestly. So that's what it is. All right, I want to play something and then comment on it after you hear this. Um, it's about hockey, but just pay attention. I think you, I think you know about this story. Okay, that was the referee, Tim Peel, letting it be known, although he didn't, I guess he didn't know his mic was, the, he was in a hot mic situation, letting it be known that he wanted to make a makeup call in the game because, well, technically he, he made a call, maybe he thought it was an error earlier, so he wanted to make a, get a makeup call against the other team. Who was surprised by this? Because this was a huge uh, story on most of the debate shows uh, came across uh, the four-letter sports, and the dude actually lost his job because of this. But to me, this happens in sports all the time. It's just a happening in hockey. This happens in sports all the time. The ref misses a call, he make, then he makes some phantom call, and you go, that's a makeup call. How many times have you watched a game, for the old, those of you who are sports fanatics, and said, that's a makeup call? So to me, he just confirmed it. It's just in hockey. But I think it happens in all the sports, to quite be to, to seriously be honest with you. Really, so anyway, he lost his job. To me, I thought it was just, it, it was comical. Actually, I really, truly thought it was funny. I didn't see the reason for the man lose his job, you know. He just didn't know next time, just make sure the mic can, the mic's not on. Well, he won't have a next time. Anybody in the future, any refs in the future, just make sure your mic's not on. It's just that simple. That's my podcast. That is this particular podcast. Thank you so much again for taking the time to download and listen to the podcast. And please follow me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at WWS underscore sports show. And also, please go to my Facebook page and click the like button. Also, on my uh, page, you'll see uh, two other shows, Will and Friends. This happens on live stream on live stream on Sundays. So please check us out. Uh, it'll be through Facebook and also Clean Sheet Podcast Soccer only podcast it's all on the wt wtos podcast on spreaker.com that's spreaker.com forward slash user forward slash wtos close the show the same single the same way every single time say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things i holla be safe